Hello, my name is Alfonso Hinton, and welcome back to my podcast, Hope Inspires Faith. I hope everyone is having a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this podcast. I hope you've been enjoying. I hope you've been following. I hope you've been sharing it with your friends. Um, I hope I've been an inspiration to somebody or I've said something to somebody that has enhanced their life or changed their mindset or, or gave them a different way to look at things. I hope I've helped someone. And that's the purpose of my podcast. My motto is if I can help just one person with the things I talk about, expound on, communicate, then I feel like it's a success. So thank you for listening. Tonight, I want to talk about a topic. This time I want to go. I think I'm going to go spiritual tonight. You know, sometimes I get a little spiritual in my podcast and I talk about some things about God. And I think I'll talk about, you know, the love of God. But tonight I want to talk about. Um, Second Chronicles chapter seven. Second Chronicles chapter seven. It's a familiar scripture that we've heard so many times that that people talk about. Um, if you're not familiar with it, once again, Second Chronicles, not Corinthians. Second Chronicles chapter seven, begin at verse fourteen. And, you know, we look at everything going on in our nation, everything going on in the world, wars, rumors of wars, all the hatred, the bitterness. And, you know, if if you're a Christian minded person or you are saved, sanctified person or you're living a life for Christ, whatever category you put yourself in. You know, I don't want to put anybody in categories, but if you're living a life of faith and believing in Jesus Christ, that he's the son of God and the savior of the world. And believe in God, the Heavenly Father, then this is for you. So if you believe in that mindset, you know, there's so many things going on in the world. And, you know, we look at it from a distance and we wonder what can we do. And 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 we just watch the news and we watch, you know, different talk shows and we listen to radio shows and we listen to podcasts with all the things going on in the world. And we feel like we don't have any control. You know, you want to know what can I do? I'm not a soldier in the United States Army. I have no count. What what can I do? But we always should know that when all else fails, you can pray. If you believe in the in the in the prayer of, of faith, it, you can always pray. You can always ask God, talk to God. You can always intercede on their behalf. And you know, you you pray for covering. You pray for peace. You pray for you know lives. You pray for souls. You know, and even though in wars, many wars, you know, people live, people die. But, you know, where's your heart? Where's your mindset during these situations? But we can always pray. I remember the the, uh, the Gulf War in 1991 when so many things was going on and and the nation band together and prayed. And over in Iraq, it was just so much going on. But the prayers of the righteous prayers of the saints all over the the, the United States, you know, praying for the soldiers to come home and praying for the soldiers to be saved. And, you know, in every war, lives are going to be lost. In every fight, lives are going to be lost. I mean, look at right now on the streets all around the United States in the neighborhoods. I mean, there's a war going on right there. So lives are lost. So we look at fighting with other countries as, you know, detrimental. But I mean, there's going to be war because you know, people can't get along. I mean, look at our own neighborhoods. We have the gang, the violence, the, the people fighting, killing, you know, wrong shoes, wrong hat, wrong color, you know, whatever the case may be. So there's going to be wars. There's going to be arguments. There's going to be disagreements. But then where is your, your mindset? Where is your soul? Where is your life, your heart? You know, where is the love? 
You know, one thing that we need to realize that that we need to have more love one for another in this time, in this day. And 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 that's that's where things will change, because if I love you, I wouldn't want any harm to come to you. If I love you, I wouldn't harm you. So that's where the basis got to start. But but how does it start? Where does it go? So I'm a faith believer. I believe in the love of Christ. So my philosophy, I say a lot of times, pray. You know, you have to pray. People say, well, prayer, prayer ain't going to do anything. You know, how do you know? Prayer, prayer is talking to God and interceding on your behalf. But if you don't believe it from the beginning, there's no need to pray. So I'm going to go in Second Chronicles chapter 7, beginning at verse 14. I'm going to read this, this scripture, chapter Verse 14 in entirety, and I'm going to go back and elaborate a little bit. Chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will hear their land. So during that during that one scripture, chapter 14, it starts off with if my people, if my people, who, whose people, God's people. A lot of people say I'm God's people. I'm God is this. God is that. And, and, and I'm God's child. I mean, sure, God created you. But are you living a life for Christ? I mean, you can't just jump in in somebody's house and say you, you're you're their people, their family. It's got to be something connecting you to them. So when the scripture says, if my people is being specific because it's saying everybody is not his people. I mean, if you're living a life of bitterness, hatred, anger, you know, backbiting, backstabbing, manipulating, you know, you can't be one of God's people. So it starts off if is my people. So it's a late group of people that he's talking about. People that, that, that got a heart after Christ, people that believe in, in Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. Those are his people. It says, if my people which are called by my name. If you say you're a child of God, if you say you're a son of God, if you say you're in the kingdom of God, you are the people that they're talking about. The ones that are called by his name. Is everybody called by his name? No, because some people live for evil. If you're living for evil, you're definitely not called by his name. So if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Humility is something that Oh, man, it's, it's just far-fetched and in between. It's hard for a man to humble himself under the authority of a man or authority of a woman. It's hard for a woman to humble themselves to a authority of a man, except you have love in your heart. And if you have love in your heart, you can humble yourself. And it don't mean bow down. It don't mean, you know, you have to be stepped over, you know, to a man. But it's if you humble yourself to God, if you humble yourself under the authority of God, and and then God can recognize you. God don't like a proud, puffed up, arrogant, conceited man. And you can enjoy the blessings of God and, and know that God bless you and, and boast in the Lord. You know, God has blessed me tremendously. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you get into the I, 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 I did this, I did it, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, then you're boasting in yourself. So it says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. And so you got to be some praying going on. So once you humble yourself, once you humble yourself, you open up to for God to receive your prayer. And and then you pray. What do you pray? You you, you pray an unselfish prayer. You pray for 
your, your family. You pray for loved ones. Right now, we should be praying for our soldiers. We should be praying for our neighborhoods, our families. Charity begins at home, so we need to be praying inside our house, our family members, our, our, our children, our, our grandchildren, praying for them, and then prayer abroad. Pray for your neighborhood. Pray for your town. Pray for your city. Pray for your state. Pray for your country. Pray for the soldiers. So we got to pray for some things and we got to bond together. I remember when the Gulf War, I, I, when I did get to talk to my parents and relieve settlers, I was, excuse me, receive letters. They would always say that everybody's praying. Everybody's bond together. You know, we have these yellow ribbons. We have this going and, and, and songs are being made and people are supporting. So at that time, because they wanted the soldiers to come home, they was humbling themselves under the authority of God and they begin to pray. When you humble yourself and bound together in, in faith and love, you can move some things. But then it also says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, you got to get some prayer in there and seek my face. You got to seek God. You got to you got to worship God. You got to you got to figure out what you're doing to hinder your prayers. You got to say, OK, Lord, I, I'm what am I doing when my prayers are being hindered? What do I need to change so my prayers are being hindered? Lord, I'm praying these prayers, but don't seem like you're hearing me. You know, even though I, I, I ain't talked to my brother in two years or I ain't talked to my mother in a year or I ain't talked to my father in five years. I don't like my, my, my co-worker. I can't stand them. But then I'm saying, Lord, why my my prayer has been hindered? God says, seek his face. When you see God's face, you start looking for things in your life that you need to change and get out. Once you get that out, then you can get a prayer through. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. After you pray and hum, after you humble yourself and pray and seek God's face, then you got to turn from some things. You got to turn from them wicked ways. Wicked ways are setting traps, setting plots, coming up with different things to hurt people. Just saying things to tear people down, saying things to tear down their character. Just being manipulative and, and deceitful. Those are wicked ways. Just despising people, hating people, want to want to backbite. You know, you sitting digging ditches. Those are wicked people. Wicked ways are anything that you do that doesn't have a positive effect on somebody's life. Anything you do that's going to tear down somebody's life. Anything you do that's going to discourage. There's power in the tongue. You can either be an encourager or a discourager, depending on what you say out of your mouth. So you got to turn from some wicked ways. Chapter 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Going back to the beginning of the verse. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, get some humility and pray, commune with God and seek my face. Just begin to reverence and find out who God is and turn from some wicked ways. Stop doing all those things. And once you do those things that God requires you to do in this verse, then will I hear from heaven. Then he can hear those prayers. All that stuff that was blocking your prayers, all that stuff that was hindering your prayers, all that stuff that was keeping your prayers from going forth. Then you done opened up the communication line. So now your prayer can get through. And then people say, well, I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, but God didn't hear my prayer. You have to know that the prayer that you're praying 
is the prayer that's best for the situation you're praying. Because sometimes we pray amiss. Now, praying for our nation, we know in wars, there's going to be wars. There's going to be casualties. So we got God touch the heart of my loved one over them. Let them see who you are. Just in case something happened with them, their heart will be right and they will see you. So sometimes you, you, you're in that but then your heart is conditioned to the point that you got it right with God. So whatever happened, you don't have to worry about it because the Bible says to live is Christ, but to die is king. So you live in Christ. You can live a victorious life. And if you die in Christ, you got a victorious life in Christ, which you'll go to heaven and, and you'll see God. So all that carries in there with with uh, hearing from heaven and he will forgive your sins. He'll forgive your sins. We talked in Bible study not about judging. Don't judge not that you be judged. How am I going to judge you? Then I got my faults over here, but then I'm doing wrong, but I'm pointing at you. You you can't do that. It's not right. So if we want God to forgive us, we got to forgive somebody else. If we want God to forgive the things that we do, we have to give the people that offend us. The Bible say pray for your enemies and pray for those who despitefully use you. That means if you're praying for your enemies, that means people that you know that don't like you. The Bible says pray for them. Get out of yourself, Lord. That person over there, Lord, touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their soul. And Lord, let them, let them have a newness within themselves so they won't act that way. The Bible tells us to do that. And if we do that, he will forgive us. We pray for them. Somebody pray for us. We sow seeds of prayer. Then things can work together. That's the way God works. And it says, and we'll forgive their sins. God is faithful and just to forgive us. If we come with a repentant heart, you got to repent and be sorry for what you did. A lot of times we do things. I remember back in my days when I used to drink a little bit. Believe it or not, I used to drink a little bit. But then once once I get my head a little bad, I'll be like, Lord, if, if, if you just if just let me get through this, Lord, I'll never do it again. So I done prayed and asked God to forgive me. But then the next day I go and do the same old thing because he done got me through there. That's not the kind of prayer God looking for to forgive your sins. He wants you to be sorry. He wants you to be prevent repentive. He wants you to come to him with, a, with an open heart and, and the heart that you want him to give you. And he'll forgive your sins. And going back to the 14th verse, and then my final thought will be at the end. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will hear their land. To say all that, to say this, if we want God to start moving on our behalf, we need to read Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 and do those things. And then we're faithful and just to receive that from God and heal, heal our land. When you say heal our land, it means the, your, your home, your life, your house, everything connected to you, everything around you. And if everybody's praying, everybody's everybody's land is connected abroad. So if all of us. We'll turn for some stuff, humble ourselves, see God's face, turn for some wicked ways and hear from heaven and God forgive us. They can hear our prayers. Our land stretches out all over the United States. So if I'm praying for my land, it covers a lot. If you're praying for your land, it connects with my land to cover somewhere else so he can hear the land. 
But we have to be faithful to God. We have to have a repentant heart and we have to come boldly to the throne of grace. Okay, God, I'm 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 asking you, I'm interceding on this behalf. God, I, I want some things to move. I don't I don't understand. I know a lot of stuff going on, but God, you're in control. So that's the mentality we got to have. But then we have to say, but God, you know, you got all power in your hands. And God I know your will will be done, but God, as you do these things, God, you know my heart's desire, but I know your will will be done. God, I know you don't do all things that we ask because we don't get it like that. But God, those things that are close to my heart, God, uh, can God do this for me, God? But then just like the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, the Hebrew boys went into the fiery furnace and, you know, when the, the, the king turned the fire up, Harder and harder and harder. They was like, okay, um, I'm believing. I'm believing that God is going to deliver me when they put me in there because I'm standing firm in my faith. And then they also said with the mindset, I'm going in in faith, but I'm going to stand firm that if I go in there and God don't do what I pray for, doesn't mean he can't. It means he had another plan for, of action so the Hebrew boys went in there saying okay put me on that fire it, it don't matter because God going in there with me and then if he going in there with me he's going to be there for me but then also I said earlier to live is Christ but to die is gain so they knew if they went in there God delivered them it's going to be his will but they go in there and God didn't deliver them they know they was going to go in there in faith standing in victory and they're going to go be with the father so either way they was going to win so it's the same thing with this we have to know that God's plan is not our hours plan our plan is not God's plan but we pray the prayer of faith and set ourselves into position to receive a blessing once again second chronicles chapter 7 if my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from some wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will hear their land. We have to pray. We have to bond together. We have to pray the prayer of faith, peace all over the nation if we want to cover. If we look at the fact that I remember growing up, we had prayer in schools. Prayer in schools, it covered children when they was little. All of a sudden, uh, a lady that, that I heard, one lady went against prayer in school and they shut down the whole nation and, and it was gone. And, and nobody could pray in schools anymore. I mean, who's to say because they the, the people then let that one person take prayer out of schools. It took away the cover of the schools. Who's to say that didn't set off a chain of events that kept our children from being covered so now so many things are going on in the school system so what i'm saying is we have to pray we have to trust god we have believe and this may not be for everybody because everybody's not a faith believer but you if you are a faith believer go to second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 read meditate study and when you finish apply it to your life thank you for your time hope inspires faith until next time have a good morning, day, or afternoon.